Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every week we're looking at a different bird, and this week we'll be looking at the wonderful Skylark. When people talk about a lark, they're almost invariably referring to just one species, the Skylark. This bird is a cultural icon. Its songs celebrated both in music, for example Vaughan Williams' The Lark Ascending, and in poetry, for example Shelley's To a Skylark. Its habit of singing in the first dawn light is also proverbial, capturing an English phrases such as up with the lark, and in the description of a person who is best in the mornings as a lark rather than an owl. The reason for its familiarity is simple. As people have cleared forests and other habitats to make way for fields and farmland, the adaptable skylark has followed along with them. Over the centuries, this bird's ecstatic song has poured down onto those working the land, so much so that it has become lodged in the common consciousness and sense of place. The song is sweet enough on the ear, with its high-pitched, exuberant tone and effortless delivery. It is varied too, incorporating motifs from other birds, as well as the Skylark's own repertoire. But its special property is its sustained nature. When a lark is singing there is no break, no real phrasing, just a stream of unbroken sound, like the flow of a small brook. It is usually sung in a display flight. The sound starts just after the bird lifts off at a steep angle to the ground continues to rise for 50 metres or more, is maintained for a period of hovering at 10 to 12 beats per second and accompanies the display's slow spiralling descent. Only for the final plummet to the earth does the skylark song fall silent, so the bird can reach the ground with a degree of privacy. It's easy to imagine when you walk along the edge of a field densely populated by these birds that each song is indeterminable. But it isn't true. The average song flight goes on for just two and a half minutes, and even a more passionate performance rarely goes beyond five. The reason, then, that one's ear may ring with lark song at the end of summer afternoons is that skylarks often hold continuous territories, and one male may simply follow another into the sky without interval. It is certainly true that larks rise early, in continental Russia, for example, there is a sustained period of song between 2.30 and 11am in June, and in southern Sweden most birds are underway by 3am at the same time of year. The males, who are the main performers, are under pressure to keep singing to maintain their territorial boundaries, working hard like city workers, afraid of the sack. Singing is surrounded by a macho culture, if a dangerous predator such as a merlin attacks, the best males carry on singing regardless of the risk and suffer fewer casualties as a result of their cheek. Perhaps the predator recognises their audacity as strength and seeks out cowering birds instead. So there is little vocal respite for any reason. Birds holding territories all year will even sing in January on mild days. The skylark is a bird of fields and grasslands. Its diet through the year tends to follow the agricultural cycle. Cereal grains and weed seeds in autumn, leaves and seeds in winter, 
recently sown cereal grains again in spring, and then insects in the summer when the crops are growing. All food is obtained on the ground by visual searching and digging. The skylark is a small bird that is larger than a sparrow but smaller than a thrush. Males and females are alike, with underparts that are dull, striated brown and black, with white on the outer tail feathers that may be seen while flying. The underparts are buff to white, and the breast is streaked with brown. Skylarks have brown streaked crown feathers that can be raised to a small crest. The crest in adult birds is raised when it's excited or alarmed. Immature birds have spots instead of the adult streaking and lack the crest. The skylark is only one of two species of resident larks in the UK, the other being the woodlark. In flight, a typical woodlark is smaller than a skylark and has noticeably shorter wings and tail. On the ground, the woodlark has a dumpier, compact appearance. When the poet Shelley wrote of the skylark, How to thee, blithe spirit, bird that now never weren't, he may well have been exalting the song of the species in mind. But for me, To a Skylark by William Wordsworth is perhaps the best description of how I feel when I hear their wonderful song. Up with me, up with me into the clouds, for thy song, lark, is strong. Up with me, up with me into the clouds, singing, singing, with clouds and sky about thee ringing. Lift me, guide me till I find that spot which seems to be thy mind. On a warm sunny day, the sky can seem full of birdsong and skylarks seem to hang suspended somewhere overhead. They have a beautiful song that radiates through the air. It's fast, complex and variable. It is delivered within a narrow frequency range and can last anywhere up to five minutes. The skylark is the voice of spring and one of the first to be heard during the dawn chorus. It can also be heard throughout the year but less frequently between mid-November to late January. Skylark breeding is a cut-price, rushed affair. Male and females may bring up four broods in a season, and so they usually stick together and shun the time-consuming process of changing mates. The nest is a simple lined scrape, the sort of structure that IKEA may sell. 
the clutch is incubated for only 11 short days, one of the shortest periods among European birds, and the young leave the nest half ready, sometimes after only 8 days. They are looked after for about 25 days after hatching, and are then sent out with bargain plumage into the wild to fend for themselves. A skylark's diet is mainly insects and other invertebrates in summer. Seeds from weeds and cereal seeds and leaves are eaten in the winter. They forage for food on the ground in arable fields and grasslands, as well as stubble fields in the winter. These birds walk and run rather than hop, and are often seen walking around when foraging for food. Now the skylark will be a rare garden visitor, unless you happen to live next to an open field. If you do, they may, could be, tempted with a little Peter and Paul mealworm mix, or Peter and Paul in full song, as long as it's placed either directly on the ground or on a ground feeding tray. Now, Peter and Paul mealworm mix can be fed all year round, for insect-eating birds like wrens, pied wagtails, and of course skylarks, is brilliant. But this mix comes to its own at a certain time of the year, the breeding season from early spring to midsummer, when baby birds are in the nest or when they have just left the nest, they require protein-rich food, and that's just what mealworm mix provides. If you're worried about the baby birds in your garden, or someone that regularly puts out a single straight food in your garden, let's say peanuts, try a bag of mealworm mix during the next breeding season. You'll see more birds in your garden, and you can be proud that your efforts have probably helped dozens of young birds. This mix contains, like all Peter and Paul seed mixes, no filler seeds, like wheat or oats, that can clog up feeders and offer little nutritionally for garden birds. And like all Peter and Paul seed mixes, Millworm Mix has added Nutravio, a unique and natural seed coating, which is a digestible energy source that inhibits bacterial growth. Nutravio can help prevent birds from picking up common bugs, including Salmonella and E. coli. Peter and Paul seed mixes have been created to promote normal behaviour in birds, encouraging them to sift and to sort, but also benefit from a more complete style of meal. Remember, if you just feed one type of food, let's say peanuts, you're not giving your birds everything they need, and that distinction could be the difference between surviving and thriving for your garden birds. Skylarks are a resident bird in the UK, and may be seen throughout the year. Resident birds are joined by large numbers of wintering birds from continental Europe in the autumn and return in the spring, though fewer skylarks have been migrating to the UK from Europe in recent years. Flocks, sometimes containing many birds, are formed in the winter which can be seen in fallow and stubble fields and coastal regions. Resident skylarks do not migrate, but do move from higher to lower ground in the winter. Skylark numbers have declined over the last 30 years. There are now only 10% of the numbers that were present 30 years ago. The RSPB have shown that this massive decline is mainly due to changes in farming practices and only partly due to pesticides. In the past, cereals were planted in spring, grown through the summer and harvested in early autumn. Cereals are now planted in autumn, grow through the winter and are harvested in early summer. The winter grown fields are much too dense in summer for the skylark to be able to walk and run between the wheat stems to find its food. 
All the more reason to feed them right in our gardens. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after skylarks and other garden birds by providing a wildlife friendly garden that includes water and having the very, very best food available for them. Foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul Wild Bird Foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of their wonderful Pets Corner stores. And the nearest store to you can be found in the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well, that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this look at Skylarks. For further birds, please continue to check out the stream. And I look forward to speaking to you soon.